Hello and welcome back to the Recharge Club podcast. Today we are joined with the beautiful Georgia and we're going to split this interview into two parts because it was a very long one but it is definitely empowering and motivating. We talk about bar, we talk about her ballet training, how she built her business during Covid, the law of attraction and basically just being an absolute boss babe. So if you want to listen to something that's a bit more inspiring, definitely tune in and we hope that you have a lovely day. joined with Georgia a wonderful first guest. Hello very much for having me today. My name's Georgia I am a ballet teacher full-time so I teach ballet full-time that's my job. I went to the Royal Academy of Dance and yeah I did a BA in ballet education you'd never think that a degree in ballet exists until you actually go to university to, yeah. to actually become a ballet teacher. So I did that. That was a three-year degree. And then whilst I was at the Royal Academy of Dance, we did performance and stuff, but my main goal was to become a ballet teacher. And then once I finished from the Royal Academy of Dance, um, I went straight into teaching. I was super lucky. I knew the right people. I had great teachers who kind of took me under their wing and I ended up teaching at some of the best dance schools in London, basically. And now I'm still teaching at those jobs, but alongside that, I started my own business called Ballet Bar Fitness. Amazing. And I started that two years ago from scratch. I had no business idea whatsoever. Like I had, I literally started from scratch with no like experience at all. I just made it up as I went along. And um, I guess I just listened to the people around me, what they wanted. I had a lot of people asking me, hey, Georgia, can you teach me ballet? And I'd love to do ballet, 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 right? So I started yeah. teaching ballet, like friends who were asking me if they could start ballet late. Uh, so I started adult ballet classes. And then I came across Bar Fitness. And then from there, Ballet Bar Fitness is where it really began. I know it sounds awful, but I didn't really like how I was seeing bar being taught when I went yeah. to gym. Because, you know, I did a whole degree, like you've really like, at this point, you know ballet inside out, upside down, like I know the technique really well, I've studied, right? Yeah. And then in gyms, like you might have somebody who's done like two week course or something, and then they're teaching bar. So I decided to just sort of make up my own technique, I guess, and I've made up my own style and yeah. That's kind of where I'm at now. So currently teaching at my own bar fitness place only three times a week because it fits around my ballet teaching also. Yeah. And that's it really. That's who I am. See, I'd never actually heard of ballet bar until Neve told me about you a few days uh, ago. Yeah. It's so popular. It's become more and more popular recently. It was something that actually my mum was telling me about ages before I even thought about it. She yeah. was just, you have to try bar, you have to try bar, you have to try bar. Yeah. And I was like, mum, because obviously I'm a ballet snob, right? Because at this yeah. point, I'm always <laughs> all the time of dance. Like, I'm not going to do that. Don't be ridiculous. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I really turned my nose up at it, to be honest, initially. And then I guess when I realised, actually, people need an instructor that actually knows, they kind of know what they're talking about. And I thought, you know what, I can actually give back to people People like the idea of doing ballet, but basically ballet, it, bar fitness sort of shapes the body into a dancer's physique without 
actually getting somebody to do ballet if that were do you get what I mean yes yeah so it creates long lean lines and creates like elongated look yeah that dance the dancer's legs yes without getting them to like pirouette and do really complicated things basically I um started ballet classes back in school and um after two classes I quit because I couldn't do it (laughs) really yeah I can't dance at all no honestly I genuinely I'm one of these people that just I believe that every single person can and should be able to dance just because it's just the natural thing like when you hear music the natural thing is to bob up and down to it like even as babies like babies bob up and down right it's just natural and I think the thing that puts people off from trying to even do ballet or bar it's the fear oh I, but I don't dance I'm, I'm not going to do this but I genuinely believe that if you've got a good teacher who makes you feel like you can do it you yeah. should be able to do it and especially as a child it's so yeah. sad like I hear so many people say to me oh I stopped ballet when I was like four because my teacher told me I was too big or whatever oh and I'm like oh that's so mean I would never so dream awful. of telling yeah it's so mean I'd never dream of telling a little five six year old give up now because you're too frumpy <laughs> do you know what I mean that's That's horrible (laughs) so what kind of things do you do in like your ballet bar training it's basically you use a lot of your own body weight and there's a bunch of plies and lots of lunges and lifting the knee up to a position called retire which it basically goes right next to your kneecap your toe lifts up next to your supporting leg next to your knee it creates that long lean line because you're using your whole body weight to support yourself and then there's pulses it goes really close so it's like the intrinsic muscles at most yeah lots of pulses and it gets like really deep into your muscles that you don't usually get to reach like doing weightlifting, if that makes sense yeah there's lots of compound movements basically compound movements are when you use different joints in one go so your knee your hip and your ankle at the same time so it uses a lot more energy but it's low impact I actually have made a point of trying to create like an hourglass physique because ballet dance, if you look at a ballet dancer, they're actually very, very skinny and don't really have a waist or hips. And that was how I was when I was at the Royal Academy of Dance. Like I was complete, I was so thin Mm -hmm. and there was no, I don't know, the shape of me was just flat. It wasn't women. I don't know, people's opinions on what woman looks like is very different and does differ. But I always wanted a smaller waist, uh, larger hips and a bigger bottom because obviously in ballet school, I never had a bottom, right? Inside my style where I created my bar technique, I kind of made sure that I involved lots and lots of waist work, the outer thighs, and lot of lot a lot of booty because I think it's the most now it's become like the most fashionable thing, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, so. definitely yeah. been included, like yeah. arabesques and pulses. Yeah, you actually did your first bar lesson yesterday. How did yes, you I loved it. It was absolutely amazing. And Georgia, you teach it so differently to any other bar class that I've done before. Like you said, you've made it more ballet, like it was more enjoyable than any other bar that I've done. Yeah, it was almost like meditative movement because it was slow and controlled and it like took you out of the moment. But it was amazing and like the precision, but you don't realise how sore you are when you do it. Like it looks almost easy. And I, I think I went into it a bit naive thinking, oh, it's all right. It's not a hit workout. It's a list workout. 
it's just going to burn a bit burn so much it was incredible but I don't feel too sore today but that's because we had a nice stretch afterwards stretch but at the end, yeah yeah if I sit you on my bum really, for too long Neve, you hurts. did really really well you did so well you looked really like you got oh, thank you well. and I love it when someone's focused because I do like people to keep their cameras on so I can see actually how focused they are and yeah. if you're super focused then I think you really got into it so I really like that yeah Neve, <laughs> so I challenge you really imagine you like you'd be so good at that like it's really I, I did used to do ballet um I did it from like three till I was 13 yeah oh, wow. really I never good. Knew that. that's, good. that's quite and a long time to be honest that's really yeah good. and I, I do remember thinking and I, I ran downstairs to mum and I said it's amazing it's amazing like I forgot how much I love dance and ballet I only yeah. stopped because my teacher stopped teaching um, yeah. and I didn't want to go to anyone else so when you say talk about yesterday's class would you say it was more ballet or would you say it was more fitness or do you think it was literally like a fine balance I think it was a perfect balance definitely yeah. perfect balance and like you said I really felt my core working like the the sides were really working yeah, get them um, to and my glutes on the bar. <laughs> like lay on the bar and lift the leg out to the yeah start. That one really hurts the obliques, doesn't it? My mm. obliques, yeah, as soon as I was done. But my arms, shoulders, everything. There wasn't a part of me that didn't feel worked. The abs That's was incredible. Good. I definitely recommend everyone to check, yeah, to do it. I'm definitely going to do it more regularly, 100%. Here, I think, yeah, it's really, it's a full body workout. And I just tailor it to who's there, basically. So if, if I know somebody needs more, I don't know, somebody wants to work their bum more, I'll throw more bar in, a bum, bum bar in, right? Or yeah. let's say I know somebody wants to do more upper body, I'll just throw some more upper body in. So I really do cater it to whoever's in the class. And that's why I kind of like keeping the classes relatively small. Yeah, I definitely yeah. noticed that yesterday. Yeah, you were very, yeah. very supportive. Yeah, it's so good. Thank you. So sweet, That's Neve. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to talk about, like, how you used to eat? Yeah. You so, touched on that with us. So, yeah. yeah. Listen, when I was at the RAD, I didn't realise, actually, how unhealthy I was. I used to eat chocolate bars before every single ballet class to give me the energy to get through it. Yeah. And then when I was inside my lectures, I'd fall asleep and wonder why. Yeah, because the slow energy, well, not sugar slow crash. energy. Sugar, the sugar crash was mad. And do you know what? Like, there's a lot of taboos about the eat, eating whilst as a, as a ballet dancer, right? But they do exist. Like, there were some girls who were anorexic. There were some girls that had body dysmorphia. And like, to be fair, you're dancing in front of mirrors every single day. You just have nowhere else to look other than at yourself in a leotard. And it's so, like, you can just see everything. But none of my eating, my weird chocolate cravings was because I didn't like the way I looked. Yeah. I, I didn't even look at myself. I didn't really care. I was like, look, I never had any problems like that, thank God. And I'm very, very, very lucky. But it was more that I had no energy and I was in this vicious cycle where I had to have some sugar in order to do anything. So I used to start my day with a white bagel. I mean, you know, it breaks down in your body as sugar, right? And then yeah. I had peanut butter smothered all over that. And then <laughs> I'd have my morning coffee with a chocolate bar. Then I'd finish my ballet class and have a Coke. And then I'd have like an all right lunch, like a sandwich usually. And then again in the afternoon, another chocolate bar. And then a nice dinner, but like it was so bad, like so much chocolate, I just lived on it. Anyway, one of my ballet teachers, I think I went through like my first breakup or something. 
you know when you just like lose your appetite first breakup's the worst you never know what to do blah blah oh my blah. gosh i lost my appetite so much when i had my first breakup <laughs> tell me about it and it just gets easier and easier and nothing really affects you after <laughs> and so basically my ballet teacher pulled me aside and was like i'm not happy with your weight at the moment i was like what do you mean she was like you're tiny and all you do is eat chocolate i was like well i hadn't even thought about that i'm just going through a breakup <laughs> She, she sent me to this um, nutritionist and the nutritionist was incredible. She basically got me to write down what I ate every day in a week. I took the diary to her and she was like, you have no nutritions going into your body whatsoever. And I'm also epileptic. I have nocturnal epilepsy, so I can only have my seizures when I'm asleep, thankfully. The thing is, is that I've realized that I need to eat well in order to not have seizures as well. So it's yeah. really all-rounded. It's not just to keep my energy levels high all the time, but also just for my own health. It's so important to eat properly. So from that diet, from the all-sugar diet, she basically showed me a more all-rounded diet where now I, I literally live by it. I don't really eat any white bread. I have a lot of brown bread, sourdough, if I'm having bread anyway, and the rest is just protein and vegetables. And I do have mm. quite a lot of carbs, uh, like potatoes and whatever, based on the fact that I am teaching all the time and I need the energy to keep me going. I don't fall asleep in the middle of the day like I used to, so it just goes to show, if you look after your body, your body will give back the energy that you need to get through your days, basically. I 100% agree. There's so many ways that you can like make eating like that so fun. Like so people yeah, say it, people say it's really boring. Yeah, and it's not. It's, it's so not. much fun. So yeah. much fun. But also, I'm realizing that like you know people reach out to me and they're like, "What do you eat in a day?" Yeah. And I'm just like, well, I, I will share ideas, but I will never tell somebody exactly what I eat because they might try and follow exactly what I eat. Yeah. And everybody has to eat intuitively and listen to their own bodies and decide. We, yeah, if that's what we say. Exactly. And, you know, food is just, it's actually so fun. Like, I never used to like cooking, but the more I get, you know, I only moved out a year ago, right? And I'm 27, but that's because I'm Greek. Greek parents are quite like, they hold you at home until you basically get married <laughs> um, <laughs> and I was like look I'm not going to get married anytime soon you guys are holding me back you need to let me move out anyway they let me move out and when I moved out I started loving cooking for myself and like be, you know seeing all of the things uh, recipes on like deliciously Ella oh I or, love hers yes. yeah and the food medic she's got really great things on her page and I just you know I was like oh I'm going to try all of these things and even on Mimi Method, she's got a few recipes, but I think she's taking them down soon. Yeah. I don't know what it's sad about, but she's got some good recipes and I, I followed a few of those. And then, you know, I just, in, I actually didn't realise people don't actually, unless you're really into nutrition and you enjoy it, yeah. people don't know a lot of the basic things. I agree. I've had so yeah. many questions like, oh, how comes you, why don't you put like, no, somebody said to me, there's no such thing as, I mean, maybe you agree, I, there's no such thing as healthy or unhealthy food. I said, yeah, but there is such thing as unhealthy, unhealthy food because, uh, healthy or unhealthy food, because like if I just ate, I don't know, chocolate, chocolate, chocolate every day, I, I yeah. wouldn't be getting any nutrition from it. Yeah. But I don't know, I just think that it's a subject that if you're not interested in, it is sort of like, I don't know, it's not shoved under your nose a lot because there's it's a lot of... It's all about the balance. Like, it's... you can have your chocolate bar as long as you 
balance it out and get the right nutritious thing 100% well. have your fruit and veg 100%. on the side I have a piece of chocolate every single night I have I buy a dark chocolate bar and I have yeah. my me too yeah we're all the same chocolate. yeah, yeah. It's, no why not like I, I deserve the reward like I work yeah. my arts off like why yeah. not <laughs> or I put like chocolate in my oats in the morning like me I'll too. always have like cow. oats <laughs> yes I love my oats in the morning you're the same yeah. as me yeah, always oats in the morning. Like sometimes on the weekend, like today I had hot cross buns for breakfast. Oh, nice. But I actually miss my porridge. <laughs> yeah, I look for, I go to bed looking forward to waking up and having my oats Same. the next day. And there's <laughs> so many different types. That I have. So many different, exactly. It's so I have fun. apple crumble, but then I can have chocolate. Then it's I so, I mean, imagine if you restrict yourself entirely, like you just don't it's not going to be a happy ending because at one point you're going to crash and you yeah. will end up eating everything you're not allowed. I used to know a person, it's actually very sad. It was my ex-boyfriend and he used to go downstairs in the middle of the night because he'd been so good all day, all day, all day. Yeah. And in the middle of the night, he used to go downstairs and just eat everything he wasn't allowed. Yeah. And he used to be like, how come you did that? And he was like, I don't know, I was just being so good and I, I just couldn't, I really wanted it. And yeah. I was like, if you give yourself little bits, if you eat a little bit of what you're not, you know, of the naughtier things, yeah. it's not the end of the world. If your body's craving it, you have to give it. Yeah. Your, your body has to have what it wants, otherwise you will crash and burn and eat all of it in one go and binge eat. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Words oh. of wisdom. Yeah. Words of wisdom. You speak so much sense. <laughs> so do you guys I love it <laughs> so what are your favorite recipes so you said you loved learning to cook what's your like go-to go recipes, to. Like breakfast lunch actually, dinner it's funny because I'm actually very simple very very simple mm. so breakfast I'll have my oats as we've said with little drizzle drizzle of honey and my all my seeds sunflower seeds mm. yeah the seeds mm. We're seed lovers. Yeah. So good. So good. And then I have my matcha latte at like come eleven o'clock. Yeah. Um, nice. Do you make that with coconut milk? Me and Lee were having this debate the other day. I, I like it with oat milk now. Oat I used milk. to do coconut yeah. milk, but now I like oat milk. But I'm aware that oat milk is a little bit more like on the calorific side. So I do try and just switch it up between coke um coconut milk and oat milk. Okay. See, cool. I think I need to try that because I had it with almond and it wasn't very no, nice. it's not nice. It's not nice almond with. I love with... it with coconut and like a little bit of syrup. Mm, yeah, honey, I love yeah. it. And I sprinkle cinnamon on top. It's Ooh, just so. Yeah, I haven't tried that. Good. I and love cinnamon. cinnamon. Regulate so cinnamon regulates your blood sugar levels. So it's okay. like actually really good to add that onto like most things. I put it on my porridge too. Yeah, same me. And then what else? And then at lunchtime, I usually just go get sourdough bread, avocado, salmon. Literally so basic, but so delicious. Yeah, oh, I love um, salmon's a classic for me as well. Such a classic. And avocado, I mean, oh, it's so good. I just I'm not an avocado it. lover. I've tried. Really? I've, I've tr I tried not that long ago. I remember messaging Neve and I was like, I'm going to try yeah, and I've had it. I just couldn't. I can't get into it. Oh, no. Okay, well, <laughs> honestly, the British avocados, I'm not sure where they get them from. They're not that great compared to the ones that I've tried in LA. I go quite a lot to LA because my best friend lives there. Honestly, those are the best avocados you'll ever eat in your entire life. You can literally taste the avocado oil. So thick and creamy, it's delicious, it's divine. And then, yeah, I have a weird timetable with my work. I finish work very late, so I have to snack. 
So my snacks are mostly like little vegetable sticks or I have like rice cakes with dark chocolate coated on it. Oh, yes. And then I'll have like a little cup of tea whilst I'm teaching, try and drink water, I suck at it. In the evening, I usually have like some spinach rice. It's very lovely Greek recipe. Spinach rice with salmon and vegetables, that kind of thing. And then my dark chocolate whilst I'm watching telly. (laughs) We actually have a really similar diet. Like that sounds really similar to what I eat in a day. Really? I love it. It works. It keeps you going. It it gives you energy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, lots of healthy fats in there. Mm, Yes. Mm. Something that I've discovered I actually need a lot of is the healthy fats for sure. When I, so after, so basically I hit a rut. I got into a rut where I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. I'm going to end up teaching other people's kids for the rest of my life. Oh my God, what the hell am I doing? And I'm a good ballet teacher for the children, right? And I know that because they all love me and they all want me. I was, oh my God, I'm, I'm at all these other schools and I'm making all these other people very popular, all these other schools very popular. And I felt like I couldn't start my own ballet school up because I didn't want to tread on my boss's toes. Right. Um... All my bosses, all my bosses basically raised me. They're like my ballet mums. I've got two bosses that are very close by. So I live in North London and they raised me. I went to their ballet schools and I now work in their ballet schools. And the last thing I wanted to do was open up on their doorstep. I also didn't want to have to go elsewhere. I want to be in North London. So I was like, screw it. How can I have my own business? I need something of my own. I don't know. I need to have my own business, right? So after I started those little ballet classes for adults, I was like, this could be a business, right? All I have to do is add a couple more classes and make it more popular. How can I make it more popular? After I started throwing in a bit of bar fitness in the classical ballet classes, I realized they all loved it. They were like, oh my gosh, this is so strengthening. Georgia, you need to do more of this. Can you do another class? And slowly, slowly the demand started happening. Like people were like, I want more of this. So yeah, I guess from there I built it up and it was really weird because like in the matter of a week, I developed like a whole business because once you get the ball rolling it's actually really easy i created a logo i created a logo i created an instagram account and then i was like right everyone follow this page and you know i started self-promoting and i was like right now you've got to just start believing in yourself like you need to you have to find it within yourself you know when you think you're not good enough to do it imposter syndrome yes yeah yeah had that initially i had imposter syndrome i was like no why i mean why would people come to me I was like, screw it, G. Like, people want to do it. Like, it's if people are asking you for it, it means they want it. So you've got to do it. So I needed to give myself a lot of pep talks. I'm not going to lie. I started journaling. And that's thanks to Mimi Bouchard and her podcast, to be honest, because I had no confidence to start a business of my own. And I started journaling. And I'm sure you guys probably do that, don't you? Yeah, Yeah. I absolutely love her. That's one of the reasons I wanted to start a podcast was honestly down to her. Yeah, and, and that's how me and you came across each other. Maybe. Yeah. Because we were both on her group on Facebook and we came across each other. And, you know, she's all about meeting like-minded people and surrounding yourself with positivity. And, you know, that's what I did. I just listened to her podcast literally every single day. She's all about journaling and starting your day right. And yeah. the journal, like, give myself some things to write down, that positive affirmations. You can do this, Georgia, like little pep talks. I guess it grew quite a lot. I had full classes during before lockdown in the studio and then once lockdown hit it's actually not great for small businesses because obviously like when they were in the studio 
they were paying like a good price like I don't know yeah. 30 pounds or something for a drop yeah. it for a dropping class and then like as soon as I had to drop all my prices by half price wow. for online because you can't be charging somebody that price for an online class. So it works out in some senses because then you don't have any limitations. You can have lots and lots of people online. There's, you know, it's not a space issue because yeah, you have you to carry on doing online when things go a bit back to normal, do you reckon? Well. I think, well, I'm going to carry on because there's a lot of people that don't want to go back to the studio. They've already stated that. I've done a poll and stuff. But yeah. there are a lot of people that do want to go back. There's few that just won't refuse to do class unless it's in real life. Right. So I think I'll only have one option or something. So like one in the studio and then like the rest in Zoom. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think that will probably be the best outcome because then they can, you know, people, you can't force people to like Zoom. A lot of people don't. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So, so does doing your classes virtually mean that you've got a bigger audience as well? So have you got any people yeah. outside of the UK? Doing it's amazing. Classes? I've got a couple of people from the US. I've got one from Nigeria, which is so cool. Oh, incredible. Really, yeah. really cool. I had one from India. She stopped because she had to go back to work and it didn't work with her time zone or something. I've got a couple of Italians. I've got a couple in Greece and Cyprus. Wow, it's so nice. That's cool. amazing. It's yeah. really, really fun. It's really cool. And then there was another one the other day from New York and she was so jokes. She just like, so amazing. <laughs> so jokes. I loved it. It's so nice because like, it's really interesting because, you know, it's really, really interesting because when you put out a service. Honestly, I, I'm not spiritual or anything, but honestly, I'm telling you, the people that come into my classes are all so alike. Yeah, all I found it yeah. recently. It's so You weird. attract people who are so similar, like, so similar. You're so similar to us. Yeah. And it's right? crazy. It's yeah. yeah. Like, this is the first conversation. Let's just put this out there. This is the first conversation that we've ever had. And it yeah. sounds like we know each other no i agree i fought it the whole way through recording this it's weird like it's so weird it's so weird and it's because you literally attract what you give out and if you're being like your truest self and you will attract those people who are on the same vibe as you i agree definitely because there's people who barely speak english joining my class from like Italy and whatever, and they're still, you can still tell they've got the same vibe. They've got this yeah. still high, high frequency, happy vibe and overly yeah. excited. And it's very, very <laughs> nice. It's really sweet. Yeah. yeah. So on the law of attraction topic, what have you like manifested? Is there anything that you uh, Yeah, so um, I manifested starting my own business and just like always having an abundance of I did that there was this abundance thing going around did you see it did you it was on whatsapp actually it's gone now I don't think it's out there anymore or if somebody does know about it reach out to us and let us know because I want to redo it it's really good but there was this it was basically a challenge of like I think it was like 25 days or something basically the guy gives you exercises to do to attract more abundance of whatever you want right yeah. So I had my book and I was journaling, as I always do. Yeah. But, you know, he would give you things to write down, like 50 people in your life that you look up to, wow. right? Yeah. And 50 people, you think, oh, God, I can't think about 50 people. But really, when you do think about it, it's really, really easy to yeah, find. When you people. get the ball rolling, mm. it's like, oh, my God, yeah. there's too many. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
so true and imagine the amount of people we've come across through like in our lives come across in our lives everybody has an impact on you in one, in one way or in yeah. one way everyone teaches you a lesson as well exactly so um I did that thing and so I basically started to manifest success and not being worried that something's not going to work and I think that was my biggest shift because I I was always worried oh what if only four people come to my class or something yeah I was like so what and if four people come to the class you perform really well for those four people and you give them a good class right so that they can be like that was amazing and tell another four people yeah that's how this stuff grows it's all word of mouth yeah and that's literally it's literally how the entire business has grown it's been through all word of mouth and it's all about I just wanted to be less scared and that's basically what I manifested and I wanted to be like really powerful and to be just a really bright part of somebody's day like if it got them away from their computer for an hour to bring them up and make somebody happy and to give them an hour to like concentrate on themselves and after like classes like what you do you do feel happier you feel so much more that endorphin release is so good yeah I think movement is so underrated like people must realize like even to just get out the house have a walk especially now in these tragic times like you have to get out have a little walk and just like let the endorphins flow I'm about to do a post on that actually tomorrow (laughs) thanks for the reminder (laughs) 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 but yeah so uh that's it really and then I mean, now with all of the online stuff, you know, it's easier than ever for somebody to reach out onto their computer, have a class for an hour and then go back to what they were doing. Yeah. And I I record my classes so people can do the class whenever it works for them, basically. So if they can't make the live, they can just do the recorded option. But I do like my clients to be there live because I can fix them. There's no point doing something if you're doing it wrong, right? Yeah. So I really like to hone in on everybody's technique and make sure everybody's doing it right. So then people actually see a difference in how they look and their appearance. And like, I don't know, like four, four, four to five weeks, people always comment, oh, my legs already look leaner, da, da. Mm-hmm. And that's the outcome if you do something properly. If you're only doing something half-heartedly and you're not doing it with the correct posture or whatever, you're going to bulk up the wrong muscles. Yeah. So that's why I'm I'm super, I don't know, I'm very precise about that stuff. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So that was part one of our beautiful and inspiring interview with Georgia. So stay tuned and listening for part two where we talk about Georgia's own law of attraction tips, our own tips. We go through the poll questions that we did on Instagram at the Recharge Club. We also go through all of your questions that you sent into Georgia. So a little bit about whether she's ever calorie counted, um, her morning routine. We also go through if you're brand new to ballet or bar, the benefit. And we also go through our quote and mantra of the week. So we hope you've had a lovely day or have a lovely rest of your day. And we'll see you in part two. Bye.